The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, again, you know you my fam, if I ever called you a friend, yes, switched it up a little bit different tonight, but I'm back, the You Better Live show, you know we come through here usually on Thursday 7 to 9, but I'm back again, switch it up a little bit, 8 to 10 or a little bit after 8, you know how it is, a little bit delay, ha ha ha, well, delay, why? It's only right. It's on a day of 420, right? <laughs> 420. So with all of that, every day gets slow. Every day gets rubber behind. It's like, no. Let's get it started. I missed y'all. I missed y'all last week. So regardless of what and everything that was going on, I definitely had to make sure that I was going to come through tonight because this right here would just be like a session for me. It definitely gets me right. So a lot to talk about because, you know, a lot is always going on and a lot has been going on in my city and, of course, all around the world. But we is going to get into it. We is going to get into it because I know there's some things that's been coming up and I know I ain't the only one that's seen it. I know you've seen it, too. So you know why we do your news. Elvis. Let's get it. But. Before we start, you know, I got to make sure that good old energy is up through here. I gave somebody a hug earlier. I've been seeing people doing things. They say that hugging is healing. And I'm telling you, the ultimate thing is prayer. Prayer changes things. I'm telling you, it definitely works. So, you know, that's how I get it working up in here, right? That's how I get it working. Good vibes, good vibes. I hope y'all all here with me tonight. Holler at me on the chat. Let me know what's up. Show me some love. And you know, of course, the phone lines is always going to be open. 443-694-9403. Ah, uh, I got it. It took me a while. But I got that number, y'all. So, you know, without further ado, we got to give all honor and glory to our Father God, who continues to keep us through all of this mess that I'm going to be talking about tonight. And just to imagine the stuff that people be going through and the door that you be going through too. Whoo, child. I'm telling you, because I always be saying like, you keep on going, so why should I? So that's why I'm going here tonight. So dear God, thank you. Thank you for always keeping us, oh, Heavenly Father, continue to keep us through the storm, Lord. Continues to wipe out tears, turning our weeping nights into joyous mornings, oh Father God. Oh Father God, we are enduring a lot. People are continuing to grieve, sickness, illness. Every time you turn around, oh Father God, people are transitioning, oh Father God. Grief is heavy in the land. People are being murdered senselessly, oh Father God. People are hurting. Oh Father God, continue to keep them and lift them up. People are ill, you know, oh, Father God, everything that's going on, oh, Father God. But sometimes, oh, Father God, we are so weary, oh, Father God, on what is going on. It's hard, oh, Father God. But, oh, Father God, we are thankful that you are who you say you are. As I always say, oh, Father God, for keeping us and guiding us and leading us along this way. 
Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 I was getting into it. What now? I was getting into it because I'm telling you, we be going through and it be some stuff that be going on. And I got to run through it because there's a lot that I'm talking about. I'm planning on being on here to 10 because like I told you, I'm back again. If I call you my fam, you know you was a friend. Yes. So it's a lot going on, a lot going on in the city. Y'all know I do my what in the what's and my what in the world. But kings, queens, boys, and girls, it's all given. What's smoking? Let's be blunt about it. Yes, yes, because it's 420. You know I had to put my little twist on it all the time. But guess what? No, because there's a lot of stuff like what's smoking? Let's be blunt about it. And when you say smoking, it's just a couple of things that just got me hot. Just got me hot. <laughs> got me hot. It's just clouds, everything, just drama, dreadful things continuing to happen. And it's just so cloudy. It just have you hot. You can't breathe. All of this, all of this is going on. And for real, it's a lot of things that we just keep on going on that you have to be like for real. Real blunt about it. And unfortunately, that's the thing lately. Not unfortunately. Everybody's allowed to speak their mind. You know, that freedom of speech thing. But you still have to watch. Definitely what you say. But at the end of the day, everything that happened now, of course, be on social media. We have that, you know, we have ugly media, the news and everything else like that. But it just like hit us so fast and everything is just right there. You know, um, we were just talking before the show to saying, you know, a lot of things, the way a lot of this stuff come out, we're able to see, it, you know, it's being recorded or whatever. And we're able to come up with our own opinion without knowing, you know, any facts, you know, any background, anything of it or whatever. You know, things ain't wasn't always like that. We was tripping about how, like, when we was younger, computers and everything else like that was green letters and background and just one screen and making all this noise starting up. And this big box, I, I was trying to think back to how old I actually was, like when social media and like things like that really started hitting. I I remember it wasn't no cell phones, okay? I remember it wasn't no cell phones. So later, of course, that's one of the things I'm gonna talk about today. But I remember what no cell phones. Okay, well, it's involving the cell phone that I'm gonna talk about. Look, <laughs> It don't need to be no hint hint, because y'all know it was out there, because once it got caught on camera when they was in that class. And they put it out there like everything does lately. Everything goes viral. That is the the dream, I suppose, right? When people do stuff and put things out on video now, any type of phone. That's that's the hopes, right? To go viral. So yeah. <laughs> that's what is happening nowadays. Everything is cool on camera, cameras everywhere. Um, but I don't know the appropriate spots or whatever else like that to all cameras but hopefully cameras can be helpful the cameras here in the city for what i'm going to talk about too <laughs> that leads me into what i need to talk about to start off the news and to speak on our views is this crime that i constantly constantly report on here every week here in my city that's why i say you got to stay prayed up and praise that pray for everybody and it's not just our city um, we were talking about that too. I was bringing up the fact about how technology was and 
how it wasn't no cell phones and everything else like that back in the day. And just back in the day, you know, things were different. And that that damn is the thing. Now it's just so much stuff. You know what I mean? Now you got the the police too, like bringing up the cameras. You got the body cameras and everything. So it's just it's just a lot of things that's just like different. So it's, I know it's a different atmosphere. So now when we see things, we try to put ourselves in on people's shoes or anything else like that. But you really can't. You really can't sometimes. But starting off, I always got to talk about this drama and this crime. Every week, right now lately, has been a lot of youth. A lot of youth dying in the city of Baltimore City. All around the world, like I said before, I'm sure in other cities, that's usually, unfortunately, the ones that are known to be stricken with poverty, um, crime, low housing, lack of education, um, lack of resources, and things of that nature. Um, mostly in our neighborhoods, um, you know, this is happening. And in other neighborhoods, too. I always, I, you know, I want to make that point, too, because, you know, when we see stuff happening, of course, we're seeing things that's being reported in our hoods and our neighborhoods. So sometimes you don't really think outside the box, you know, where, you know, it's some countries that's in war. Bombs is like, yeah, literally being dropped and all this. So you don't think or, you know, you're not in that city, you know, like some cities that I can mention that I can just know that you sometimes that I'm thinking in that category, like Philly, Chicago, that are still are too stricken, you know, with these senseless murders and things of the sort. Um, but here lately, yes, the youth, is, it seems like it's nothing new, um, but it's 2023, and in 2023, this seems to be the norm. Just recently, it was a 12-year-old um, that was murdered in the South Baltimore area of Baltimore City. Um, the young man named was Jalen Richards. Uh, he was actually shot multiple times with an assault rifle. Uh, now, initially, when I heard this news, it just was my thought that it's sad at all that a 12-year-old will be killed on the streets of Baltimore City. Then you hear an assault rifle, and it, it's just really sad. You know, I heard one of the comments of his aunt that he made just was saying, you know, it was a baby that was hit with them bullets. But even before all of that, you know, just the fact that is a 12-year-old boy and this is happening in Baltimore City and this seems to be the norm. Because right after that, not far from that area, it was in South Baltimore, the Cherry Hill community. I believe it was um, a Marisha Court. <clears throat> but I know it was in, excuse me, it was in the, my mouth is dry, y'all. No, it's not what you was thinking. Because <laughs> the name was funny. <laughs> Am I keeping it real? It's <laughs> real. But it happened in the Cherry Hill community. Y'all like I jumped right back into that, right? It happened in the Cherry Hill community. And not far from there, days later, a 16-year-old was killed too in Merrill Park. I didn't see the name of him being released. But just getting back to Jalen Richards, this 12-year-old boy. So initially when I seen it, those were just my thoughts. It sad me, 12 years old. This is constantly happening. Nothing is new. Y'all know that I have reported before uh, other youth, you know, especially a lot of these youth, um, a, a few of them 
if it been linked to them being in school or leaving the school building, should I say, or things of that nature. Um, so this is really sad. He was in his community. He got shot several times with an assault rifle. Um, died. Was taken to some um, shot trauma, but succumbed to his injuries. Now, when I first heard it, that's what I was saying. I know people was already speculating because they just, I guess, you know how we do. Uh, we a lot of times, you know, son or something happened like that. Of course, you wait the parents. Blame, blame the parents right off the bat. Or now I can't say blame the parents, but kind of, you know, hey, your own opinion on what you thought it was. And before everything kind of came out and his grandmother, because y'all know y'all should know by now that the grandmother, and I apologize because I did not keep her name, catch her name, but she kind of came out and made it been known that her grandson, you know, was involved in things in the street of Baltimore City. There's some allegedly go- gang affiliation that has been alleged like they were actually recruiting this younger young man to commit crimes such as carjacking and theft and things of that nature so she's been speaking out publicly um about that so has the aunt as well the one that i mentioned that had made the statement about the bullets at him or whatever and when when i heard her making that statement i'm sure she was crying and it just it just broke my heart it brought tears to my eyes as well um, so just initially it was terrible for me, but then to hear that, and before I even heard the grandmother come out, I already heard people like kind of speculating like where it was already out, like on the street saying that, or one would, could I say, let's be real, automatically assume that that was the case. But then some also, because I remember when it first happened and it was being reported where it was thought that because that has happened too, that it was an innocent bystander or something like that happened because a lot of children have been killed here too, senselessly in a crossfire or whatever have you, you know, when it comes to this gun volunteer. So that's how it was being reported initially. But I was already hearing before I even seen, you know, the family speaking publicly on it on the news and making their statements or what their beliefs were. And then the young man, you know, was on home monitor uh, and everything. So, you know, I don't know the whole dynamics of that or whatever I'll say that, but I said, I don't know. No, I know. I know. I know. Because the grandmother of the family spoke out. So now we know. We know what it was. They were aware that he was in these activities. Obviously, the young man was on the housing monitor already, already involved in the juvenile justice system, you know, for criminal activity. But their statements, you know, are alleging that it was criminal activity because of some type of gang affiliation. I think I also heard one of them mention was something other sorts where like he couldn't get out of this gang affiliation. So just how I've been watching it through other sources, like other news sources, whatever they're asking the questions now to our commissioner, um, Michael Hurston, and of course, you know, um, Brandon Scott is, was there, went out there at the scene in this neighborhood. They're already speaking on it. they already been speaking on it because, you know, the mayor had, of course, all these plans to reduce crime. 
crime is actually down uh, on shootings and everything else like that. But then you also have to think about that in this regard, that it's so outrageous out of line, like it should be down, like it should be down, like it shouldn't have never been that high in the first place. So when you're looking at the number down that it's down from, it's like, it's still ridiculous. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's still ridiculous. So it's like, it's still ridiculous to me. So people are asking the questions now to the, the police commission. It's like gangs are a problem and things of that nature. And we know that here in Baltimore City, that is kind of like part of the culture. You know, part of the culture is it, and, and when we say gangs, I've talked about that before too. Like, you know that, East Baltimore, West Baltimore, up the hill, down the hill, the Ville, the Heights, all that, you know, without naming certain ones or whatever else like that. Because like they said, if you got Ville Heights, hill <laughs> behind it, you know what it is, up, down, southwest, east, <laughs> However, you look at it in Baltimore City, so people say that that is kind of like part of the culture here because aside from the traditional, or when I say traditional, you know, the ones that are, you know, commonly known as like Bloods, Crips, or um, anything else like that, we here, it's culturally that we used to do that, like neighborhood type of game, you know, going to a school, we... Baltimore gang up, you know, we went every we go to this school. While in the same time within the school, <laughs> fighting amongst each other <laughs> or still trying to be cool. A lot of that is going on now. Yes, drastically in these schools now. Um, but back then, you know, our school, a lot of it was like more about yeah, our pride. Sure, sure. You know, y'all used to be representing your school in your street. Your neighborhood and all of that. You know what I mean? So when I think of gangs, I consider all of that. And like right now, what's being alleged, as I, I was seeing some reporting on it, is a lot of this gang affiliation, of course, is, is dealing with narcotics and, you know, things of that type of sales now where people are gathered because a lot of it now is not more so just in the neighborhood. You know, people gather, come from different neighborhoods in a certain neighborhood to kind of do what they do or, you know, kind of move about. That's, you know, that's how I go now. I'm sure <laughs> she know a little bit, but I don't know anything specifically about any gangs um, or anything. Um, but it is sad to say a lot of people are piggybacking now that this has happened. Of course, you know, when something happens, it makes you think. Um, on the fact that here in Maryland, you know, any youth under the age of 13 cannot be charged with a violent crime. Oh, I think it might have said any crimes when I looked it up, but I think it's more so violent, specifically like assaults, carjackings and things like that. And since this has kind of been a, a rule, I, I guess, um, I know it was back in the, on the table with our lawmakers recently and everything like that, because things just keep happening, you know, with these youth um, in regards to violent crimes and, and things of that nature. Of course, I don't agree with a kid just being locked up or detained or anything else like that. I don't. I just don't. A lot of this facility 
um, stuff. Of course, I think there should be some services. There should be some mandates for something. If you know, really rehabilitation is different. Is definitely the goal. It should be some type of, you know, something to make them do that. That definitely should be a consequence, a mandated consequence to have some type of consonants or some type of mandate. But at the end of the day, you you're not gonna be able to lock them all up. And I know a lot of people say some of them need to be locked up. And they did. I ain't gonna disagree with you now. Look, we're gonna be blunt about it. I ain't gonna blunt, I ain't gonna <laughs> we being blunt about it tonight. I ain't gonna disagree with you either. I don't know. Somebody was saying the other day. <laughs> That's just how I hope I will feel about it because somebody was saying the other day too, and I was starting to think about it a little bit. But they were saying that about somebody else. I ain't gonna say somebody, but you know, it's like once you get forty, it's like you get sophisticated <laughs> about your thoughts. You don't want to say things the wrong way, or you want things that you are kind of saying <laughs> to be. Oh, that's what I said. I said it. I said it. Or should I say, yes? Or should I say, you wanted to sound socially correct and you wanted to be socially acceptable. And I was really thinking, it was like, oh my goodness, like, yes. And and some part of me really thought, you know, not really do it, because I know that a lot of it, the way I respond to a lot of things, is my growth, you know, me as a person, you know, just growing and learning from life and knowing how to respond to things in a certain way and not, you know, pick and choose your battles and different things like that. But in a lot of cases, I'd be like, now I would have did this, did that. But for some type of reason, a lot of times I don't relay that. And that's why I should have all said, I'll set up and talk about tonight because. We was doing a lot of talking before I started the show. And then as soon as I want to start the show, that's what happened. My mouth won't be dry. And then I keep on losing my door. So <laughs> if you're just joining me, or if you're even watching, because you know how I said, I'm going to keep rolling no matter who is rocking on the You Better Live. I was talking about the tragic death of the young man, 12 years old, Jalen, yes, Jalen Richards. Our 12 year old was shot down with an assault rifle in the South Baltimore community of Cherry Hill. That was on Wednesday. I believe that that happened. No suspects. Um, of course, there's an open investigation. Of course, there's another sad tragedy, sad that another parent had to be burying their sons. I also know someone may mention it, like, yes, we're playing too many funerals and not enough parties. Uh, but just like I said, now we know everything that's going on about the grandmother and with the, I mean, not about the grandmother, about the young man as far as what the, pan, the, the family has been reporting from, you know, things I've seen from the grandmother and the aunt and things they were saying about things that he was involved in and basically saying that Baltimore City ate him up, took him away from here. And then I've been seeing a lot of people when they came out. I got to say that too, because we was being blunt about it. With saying, you know, where's the purse? Like I said, like when we be judgmental, you know, not to be, not to be empathetic, because I haven't lost a child or lost, I can't even say enough because I have, I've lost too. But again, 
like how we really talk about it and getting blunt about it and get to the nitty gritty. A lot of people be knowing what these kids are into and what they're doing and different things of that nature. And unfortunately, they're getting young and younger on these streets. A lot of people was linking it. As far as the comments, I heard people too putting out there, you know, as far as with the gang stuff, getting these young, recruiting these young guys to do crimes because they can't be charged here in the state of Maryland. But that's been going on too. That's been going on too. Back in the day, people used to try to get girls because girls were at least, you know, suspicious. You know that. Get girls, yes, younger children, you know, to do certain things. So I can see it. I can see it. A criminal won't have a criminal mind. So if they can do something to get out of something, then why not? A criminal won't have a criminal mind. So I believe that. I do. I believe that. I know that. I know of situations like that. Because when I used to work with people and that used to be the situations, I know of situations like that where children would get caught up or you, shall we say, teenagers or whatever that I had to work with in the past would get caught up. Things wouldn't be theirs or however, what have you. And they would just say, yeah. Or, you know, go along with the flow. It's crazy. Always in the sun, they be in everything, these kids. And you be surprised. And like I said, we be judgmental, always saying, you know, because it's the parents. Of course, that's one of the first things that you wonder what is going on at home because definitely something has to be going on, right? Something always has to be going on at home. But I know as a parent, that's not always the case because, you know, being a parent, I can speak from a place where, like, my kids and did some things in school. Or have done some things prior where I'd be like, where'd that come from? Like, we won't be running about it. We're going like, like, where'd that come from? Things that I know that I don't approve of, things that I know that I don't instill in them. And then even when certain things that happen, I'd be like, wow, because that's another point too. Like, I, some things I try to shield them from. Like, yeah, my kids got tablets and phones and everything else like that. But I do try to monitor that. Because a lot of the stuff that they be exposed to and just different things that's out here. Everything different. Like how people saying the technology, everything, the music, everything. We've talked about that before. The music, everything is different. The activities, everything is advanced. Kids are growing up really, really fast. Like everything is advanced because everything is growing. Everything is advancing. So like what do we expect at the same time? You know? And just like I'm saying, like, I re keep reporting on the same type of stuff. God bring it here <laughs> and share our views on it, right? It's like, it keep on happening. Like, what else are you going to talk about? Like, it's like, you know, it's going to happen. And I say that we act like it is the norm. It kind of is the norm. It is the norm. It's not kind of. What I'm talking about, it is the norm. Nowadays, it is the norm. All of this stuff is the norm. All of this stuff is the norm. It should not be normal. Is that my 40-year-old self? <laughs> Talking and not trying to be blunt about it. It should not be normal. But no, ma'am, that is normal. That is what's going on in today's age. That is what's going on. They know these guns are on the street. 
They know what's going on. People is shooting up schools. It's happening all the time. It keep on happening. These kids keep on dying. And everybody keep on saying the same thing. Oh, what the man gonna do? What the state's attorney now they put him what the state's attorney gonna do? What the commission gonna do? Oh, it is the parent. And just like we always say, if you ain't doing nothing to try to fix the problem, then be quiet. Then be quiet. Then be quiet. Then be quiet. But anyway, not but anyway. So I don't know if it's some type of like how I was making a point now that I'm going all the way back, y'all. Follow me. <laughs> I'm going all the way back. I was making a point about the neighborhood beefs and gangs and stuff like that. So I was starting to, like I was saying, the norm stuff was happening because what I thought of the mention was about the 16-year-old young man who was shot and who was still in critical condition, was shot in moral part in his head. And that's like right in the same vicinity, like that area, you know, trails or Baltimore, whatever. So, that. so I don't know. I don't know if it's neighborhood stuff. I don't know what's going on, but this is the norm in Baltimore City, and it's happening too much. It's happening too much. It's happening too much. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm going to go right back and piggyback on what I said about a criminal. They're going to be a criminal. Under 13, they get these kids to come through on the scene for them. So let's see all about that. So talking about kids and what was what in the world. So let me wake up. Let me wake this on up. Like I told you, I don't know why. Is it because my mouth is so dry? I keep on losing my dick on thought. Um, but another thing that was real interesting to me, y'all know I be pulling stuff up out the head. You know, my, my good buddy, <laughs> Marty, be like, why are you talking about that? But anyway, this one right here is about Baltimore prosecutors have dropped some charges against the guy. If y'all remember, follow me, follow me, because I'm going back a little bit. This how I be when you're sitting and you're reminiscing on 420. <laughs> the guy who had shot some squeegee workers back in October of 2022 here in Baltimore City. Now, allegedly, they apprehended this suspect. Uh, I believe his name, yes, was Jane Shamil. It looks like it says Shamil, Shamil, Shamil Dixon because of a phone conversation that he was having on the phone with his brother who was incarcerated. So they overheard him actually telling his brother what he had did, that he had shot these people because they allegedly had took some money from his mom. So I don't know what was the incident and to how they took the money or whatever else like that, but he shot him. Actually went to a location all the way over East Baltimore, the east side of Baltimore, northeast Baltimore, Moravia Road, and um, up in that area. What was it? Moravia and whatever. I can't remember. Sinclair Lane. Sinclair Lane. See, this is familiar to me, but I want to make sure that you know East Baltimore, not all the way up there, but it's a little familiar. Yes, Moravia Road and Sinclair Lane went up there, actually approached three squeegee boys on that corner, asked them, tricked them, y'all, tricked them, asked them if they wanted to make some extra money by helping them move some things. They agreed. He actually transported them all the way over to the west side of Baltimore and Mr. Village 
to be exact. And then when he got out of the car, he came around and asked them who took it, who got my mother money. So I believe it was something that pulled the happen to his mother up in that Meridian area. He just brought them over this way. He actually shot two of them. One of them got away. Uh, I was trying to look into it. I don't know if I have reported before if they actually died, but one of them got shot in the back of his head, one in the neck, and that seems real serious to me. However, I guess no one came forth, no one knew anything or whatever else like that because alleged, well, not allegedly, but that is the fact right there that has got the prosecutors to drop the charges because they couldn't get in contact with the the physical witness. They ain't had nobody to come and witness. That's what it was. They ain't have nobody to come and witness. That's what they are stating is the reason for them and dropping the charges. And that was announced through a spokesperson through that state's attorney office. Um, I believe it was on yesterday when they announced that. So it had been, he wasn't detained, and this fool was talking to his brother and told his brother about the situation. And that's how they came about locking him up. So I don't even know if he was detained all this time or none of that. But essentially what happened is that he's a free man. He dropped the charges. And I don't think once they dropped the charges or whatever else like that, anything can come back about. But the third person got away. That's who I'm thinking. They would, that is the physical witness that they saying that they couldn't get in contact with um, was that third squeegee boy that was in the car that actually got away as the witness. So they couldn't get in contact with him and the charges are now dropped. I just wanted to, you know, pull it up out the head because some stuff be happening and I'll be like, wow. Some people just get away with murder. And I don't even know if it's murder. <laughs> I don't know if it's murder. But just like that, you know, when we think about things, we try to put ourselves a lot of times in people's shoes or a lot of times, come on now, we won't keep it real. When you first see something happen, I know, well, I'm going to say me. I don't always put myself in a person's shoes. I just look at it. That's what I'm thinking now is that just my 40-year-old style left it in there. And I be thinking that, I, and a lot of times I'm like, oh, they wrong. And that's leaving me to do something that I'm talking about tonight. Or oh, they shouldn't have did that or whatever. I was like that. Because this next thing that I'm going to talk about, that's how I was looking at it at first. I was thinking, like, as the adult... This lady should have been able to de-escalate this and everything else like that. <laughs> but then when I was able <laughs> to talk about it <laughs> with somebody else, baby, they sent me right on out of it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> that is how I feel. <laughs> what am I talking about? Not saying that, you know, that was how I feel. Because at first I just was saying, like, this lady was wrong. Not saying she was wrong, like she wasn't all the way right. That's what I was saying. Like she wasn't all the way right. I would have tried to remove myself and everything else like that because some part of me was saying that that's what I would hope and pray that I would do. Especially if I seen this young lady being an aggressive. I, I was thinking that I would try to move myself. Look, we will talk more about it. I think I got the video if it's ready or whatever. I want to show this video first before I really get the getting all the into it. Let's show this. Give me my shit. I'm, don't touch me. That's all my mom. Don't touch me. Girl, don't touch me. Now, this happened in Rock Mountain, North Carolina. 
birthday. This is a young lady in the class with a substitute. Somebody get a fucking teacher. Get a fucking teacher. Get a fucking teacher. Get a fucking teacher. Get a teacher. Get a teacher. Somebody get a teacher. I don't give a fuck. Get out. Get out. Get a teacher. Get a teacher. Baby, right. I'm sitting here trying to pronounce her name. The teacher's name, if y'all was watching it, I'm just going to say Miss Steele. I'm just going to say Miss Steele. So that incident right there, like I was mentioning, as it was planned, happened in Rock. Ye Mountain, North Carolina, on Wednesday, between a student and a substitute teacher, Miss Steele. Her first name is Xavria. Um, it looked like Xavria with an R, a A at the end. So Xavria, it, it looks pretty. But this thing right here got ugly. Yes, the young lady, as you can see from the video, or what I am, of course, speculating from what I see is that the teacher took her phone, the young lady was not too happy about it, went in her space, and the next thing you know, that is what pursued. Now, when I first seen it, I was like, as an adult, I would have tried to de-escalate the situation, I would have tried to get myself out of it, I probably would have moved from behind the desk to myself, like, really, I was talking to my son, and his girlfriend earlier about this, like, no, the teacher was in the wrong, no, as in a grown lady, an adult, that little girl, she swung, but that, um, that's, that hit was not that hard. <laughs> I swear, y'all, I'm telling you the truth. I had this whole conversation with people. That swing was not that hard, and she could have, because again, when I first seen it, it looked different, and then I didn't get this off. <laughs> To another, I didn't talk to nobody about it either. So that's why I tell you, communication and conversation, y'all, is so powerful to be able to get people different perspectives and different understandings and different feelings on things. It's really, really a humbling experience for me. And you should definitely, when you connect with people, be open because I'm telling you, you just learn every day. And sometimes, you know, I'm going through that phase, always going through that phase, I think. I'm reevaluating myself and trying to become better and growing up and being more wiser. So again, I think I don't know if it's a 40-year-old thing, but I know a lot of the times, you know, I'm questioning myself um, in my growth, you know, on how, you know, you respond to some things. You know, when you get older, you start to know more and everything else like that. You know, you pick and choose your battles, you know. You don't respond to everything the same and everything. I'll say that. So I'll be like, yeah. And I kind of be proud of myself Man, about it. The problem that. is most people are losing <laughs> their edge. Yes. And there's a lot going on. I mean, can you blame them? It's a lot going on. They have you like, in. what in the world? Come on now, Marty. We've been blunt about it. It's a lot going on. Some people, can you blame them? But at the same time, I'm looking at it like, I'm yeah, holding on. So you need to hold on too. But it did be a lot of stuff going on, you know, and like I was like, I be having my breaks. 
last week, y'all know I wasn't on here. I reached, I reached out, was like, oh no, I, I can't do it. I just had so much going on. And there's just always something going on and with people and everything else like that. But with this teacher and then, oh, I don't know. Now when I look at when I was looking at it, I was like, what this lady had going on? Because for real, I would have just came home just like, all right, little girl, already called somebody, they coming. I would have just let her rumble and you know, I, I I was thinking to myself, like, I would have paid it. I would have been like, no, chill, girl, they coming. All right, girl, get the phone or whatever. I don't know what that, with the, the school policy or nothing like that was on the phone, but I'm sure if it was anything like the school policy here in this state, because I was telling him, too, like, at my daughter's school, they was taking phones at one point, like, putting them in cases and stuff. Like, they was going into a concert, like, keeping their phones, yes. Locking them up, like keeping them, ain't one of them at all. So we was we touched on that point too. That's going a little bit real, real far. I told you I'm either back or far, however it is. I'm trying to be as much about it as I can on this good 420. What's up with y'all? It's blunt about it as I can because these are the things that are smoking. So when I was seeing people reactions at first so when they was like that little girl's like oh I would have oh, whatever I'll say that and I wasn't even thinking for real from a I don't even think I was thinking from a perspective as a parent I just I was thinking about it as a parent but I really was just thinking more so of thinking of someone hitting my child when I when I initially was thinking about it from the parent view I wasn't thinking about it like the whole situation or seeing the whole situation when I finally came to the conclusion. Because of course the little girl was wrong. Of course the little girl was wrong. The teacher was wrong. It's some things she could have done better. I don't care what you say. It's some things she could have done better. It's some things she could have done better. I really the only don't know thing is I keep asking you because you keep saying she could have done better. It's what? what could she have done better? Like for what one, she could have pulled down her when she got on that ground. You get into that place where you always say somebody could did something better, but you don't never give the example she, of doing she, something she, better. She, I'm gonna pull you she, out of doing that. She, <laughs> what no, could she have done better? You can't pull me out of doing it because once I do it, then we gotta talk about it. Once we do it, we gotta talk about it. She could have done better. Because the whole situation was if you were in her shoes, I what could she have done better? I would have hoped. I would have hoped that I would have did something no, better. I not hope. Not hope. I don't want you to continue to, to do that. That's still obfuscating your point. That's still I'm trying to obfuscate your point. I want you to that tell I us do something better to avoid the situation. If you will let me look, if you will let me talk, but no then point. I came I'm to listening. the conclusion. <laughs> At first, I was saying, "Listen, that was my whole point, buddy." Go ahead. Go ahead. At first, I was saying that I would have hoped that I would have did something better. Mm -hmm. And then when I come on looking at the video, <laughs> <laughs> and then just talking to the money and stuff like that, I was like, okay. So then we was talking about, of course, that this teacher being an authority figure, I, I had shared with him how I was thinking that I would have hoped that I would have handled it in hopes what we always think, you know, is socially correct. To de-escalate the situation in any way that I can. So that was my first thought. You know what I'm saying? That that was just mm -hmm. my first thought. Initially, mm -hmm. I guess in this phase that right. I'm in, it's just forty that that's what it was. That's really what it was. Mm -hmm. Even the point that I was making when I said when I first was thinking about it, like as a parent, like I'm being real. Like I wasn't thinking about the whole situation playing out. I just was thinking, like, shit, the teacher hit my 
hit my child. I was because I was thinking these were all of my thoughts. I had this conversation earlier. I was so oh no, the teacher was in the wrong. She should have been able to in some way, which is the the better word me to be able to dis de escalate this and everything else like that. But again, we are here and we are living. Let's like let's be blunt about it. We are here and we are living in real life. So when mm -hmm. we really got to talking about it and all of the stuff that we was pulling out from it. Mm -hmm. And we got to talking about, you know, the fact that this teacher is an authority figure. That right. we understand that the teacher is an authority figure. The little girl obeyed her space aggressively. The little girl mm -hmm. did swing her with some pushing. I was saying that at first too. I felt like that they shouldn't have been pushing her. But then remember, we also got the thing about on the student when we were talking about, you know, the phone man, the life right now. That's true. That's true. And, and, and I still, and I still, way. I still so we were saying it from both people's point of view. Right. And that's what I said. So, I could still defend I could have I could have defended the child's perspective had the swings hadn't happened. If it was just the okay. push and the push. I could have kind she of defended phone, her. She wanted her phone. She needed but, her phone because of this. She needed but, her phone because of this. Right. She needed her phone because of right. this. I could have defended that. If it I, was a swing right. that took it all to the next level. Right. And it definitely should be saying that the little... And it definitely should have been said, not saying the little girl, but that the young queen should have definitely handled Kurt herself differently. Like how we say, without even knowing mm -hmm. what the rules what are, even without the even argument. knowing what the rules are, what like what I made her feel like it was okay, mm -hmm. even if that was the fact, even if we know that phones are our life, like how we was making a point, like yeah, I would want my phone too if somebody took my phone because we know too that that's going to take precedence on what the rules are. But let's just say without yeah, even that rule, without even having that rule, the young lady behavior was still out of line. Because when that's we still I, I could even dealt with the arguing, the arguing that even led yeah. to the pushing. I could even deal with that yeah. because that means like we're going to have a dialogue about this, right? That was just right. going to be the extent of it. I'm going to tell you what my position is. You're going to tell me what your position is. But I, I am still the authority figure, so my position is going to overrule whatever your position is, period. Right. So that's how that should have been. I'm taking your phone, and that's that. Right? Because I am the authority yeah. here. And that was my attitude. And, and that's what I'm saying, though. Exactly. How you know that that wasn't a teacher attitude? So I, I guess I was thinking about all that, even in looking at the situation a lot of times, too, because what I'm saying is that but it's it, not like the teacher was a friend of the attitude either, is what I'm saying. But it was the attitude. And so I understand the little girl was on the and that's she what I'm saying, but that's where, where the problem was. If we were just having the argument, that's why I said I could take that as, as, as for, for an instance. I could right. take that as, as that being the issue, the argument, but the, it was the aggressiveness. You actually came behind my desk and proceeded to open drawers to right. find something that you think you know you have the right to have. And that was well, the problem. Now, now you open the drawers that could, was, could hang her purse. Her purse could have been in there. You you know, you now you open yeah. stuff that you don't have no right to be doing. So right. now you're breaking and entering. I guess what I'm saying too is that even still from the teacher's demeanor and everything else like that, it's not like, you know, in no way either was the teacher be behavior like trying to de-escalate it. So I guess too, being that person in that space, you know, you thinking that, 
that now this young girl was invading her space, so she already was aggressive. Of course, we've seen it from a certain point, because I'm sure things happened prior to that, like, you know, Oh, but that's what I'm saying, because it was the video that we were watching, it was already too late for de escalation. Right, I it was believe. already there. Because you were already trying to reach tell and by the way. And open right. and stuff. You had already missed, went past the point of de escalation <laughs> because now you're reaching for my property. You're yeah. reaching for my, my property. She, no, my she wasn't space. reaching for my property. She wasn't reaching for my property. She, when she opened them drawers, that's her well, property. She was, that's the teacher's right. property. You opened her desk drawer. You reached oh, for her property. property, but she was reaching for her property, which was the phone. No, but what I'm saying so, is she was looking. But either way, if the phone was in my drawer, you're reaching for my property. I was looking at the video. I, I was it in but her hand. But the phone hand? wasn't even in her drawer. The phone was in her hand. That's the thing about it. She that's what I was going to say. The phone was in her hand. That was a violation, right and there. That's what she was reaching around her. Trying that's to grade because that's what I'm phone. thinking too. Because at that point, the teacher was already escalating herself, mm -hmm. so that's what I'm thinking. But initially, in all of my thoughts when I first seen the but, teacher, and she but, was rolled up. I was like, "Dad, she's on, she's on the thousand, just like the student." So that's what I was thinking too. That that was wrong. Like she, the part that was the teacher was trying to put forth no efforts. That that's really my point too, Bonnie too. Like but and see, I get that feeling. We were already beyond that. From the point we saw the video, right. the escalation had already begun because she had already taken the phone. Okay, so we didn't true see that. that part. We didn't see when she yeah. she confiscated the phone, which was the escalation. Right, that was the escalation right there because she confiscated the phone. Right now we saw from the point of view that it was already past escalation. Our point of view of is past escalation. Is. Now you're trying to fight for your phone. Of course it is. And then what I also was looking at it now when I when I looked at the video too, and I'm like, okay, because it really doesn't look like the teacher was like trying to actually swing back at her. She wasn't, but more so grab her, her and contain her and like hold her down and everything else like that. But honey, when I first seen it, I was like, uh, -uh. and she's mm, I'm telling you, it couldn't have been nothing to mind because I just felt like she could have put full move after to try to de escalate it. And that just was the social being, was. yeah. That just was that just was the social whatever like that. But being blunt about too. it, I cannot say. You know, I'm glad because that's something else. I too, I want to report on this. That I'm glad that it is reported that no injuries were reported after this incident because now I've seen an update that both the substitute teacher, Mrs. Steele. And this young lady, whose name has not been released, of course, because of her minor age, um, had both been charged. So both of them have both been charged. Both have been charged with the same charge of simple assault. Miss Steele um, actually signed a promise um, to return and, you know, signed that and was released. So no one is currently detained on that charge, but both of them equally got the same charge, which was this simple assault. Um, in this classroom. It's just unfortunate. Like, it went that far, it got to that point. But my I don't think the lady was trying to mess her up. And then and, also and at the end... That the teacher's um, charges will be dropped. Because I... You, you believe so? I don't I think do. so. I do. Because it's evident that she was the authority figure. It's evident. That's evident. That's the point that she and she got right, that's the point that she was trying to say. Like, what made the young lady think that it was okay, regardless of what? 
And then also the dynamic that she was a substitute teacher. So it probably, like, when you think about it, for exactly. both you schools, put all I that keep jumping back and forth. Huh? That's my prediction, though. I predict that the the the, the substitute teacher will be, um, I mean, you know, the charges will be dropped because again, like I said, she was the authority figure acting as the acting in an authority position over a student who was volatile, right? But you still don't think that she still assault? I mean, she charge can't be assault yeah, when you're defending that's yourself. That's the problem you have. And then how we were thinking if it's right. a substitute teacher. Oh, look, I can't even imagine how I did was a substitute teacher. She didn't assault her. They she didn't really give her how to the And then what, um, hey, what's the word I tell you? I told you earlier. Shoot, I'm, I'm losing words. Um, like I keep losing my sword. It's for no, twenty. She detained she her. That's what I mean. That's what I meant. She not detained. She restrained her. That was her position. Her position of authority was to defend herself. And then get in a position of restraint, and that's what she did. She got the girl on the ground and restrained her for administrators to come and take possession. Right. Why she was cussing with her tail out? I mean, but that was you know. Why I mean, she was cussing with her tail control. out? You can't control the words. So that's what I'm saying. Situation. And I know so that I she was in the fight, but at that point, and you got this young lady down, and you got this young lady on this ground. At this point, all right, Miss, you already didn't know what happened. And even that little ass swing on her arm. Look, I'm being blunt about this too. This way too, I was taken from my thoughts too, right? Even that little ass swing on her arm, like that shit wasn't even all of that. But it's Girl, still, you are not even going to sit on this line and act like you are going to act like somebody swinging on you is not a threat to your life. You're going to stop playing with me right now. But then even when she got on this ground, you know, she was cutting it up there. Like, hard but like I get she was already there. She was already there. She, she no, was already there. I'm not so hearing that got... because I've seen 14 year old fight to the bloody mess. Oh, and yeah. I'm not hearing that because I've seen oh, yeah. that before. I was one oh, of those 14 year olds that used to fight to his bloody. I oh, yeah. That. She ain't swinging on me and getting away with it. I'm going to pull Best all that out to the ground. Best believe it. And then I, because remember, I was thinking about it on the other end as a parent and putting myself now when I look at it too and think about it. So I'm going back and forth on how I was thinking. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I don't think it now, right? Because I'm like, as a parent, you know, can I imagine me taking something from my child and doing that? My child coming and invading my space. And no, it's not the same thing because this is not her child. But at the same time, she is responsible for this child while she is in this class. She was a substitute teacher. So I know they probably was giving them a bruise or whatever, like that. But I'm just saying, it's just no excuse to this. Is it this phrase? I guess that's why I keep on going back. Like, oh, I hate that this has happened. And again, it's nothing new. Like, this is the norm. Like, but look at that. That's the mess. That lady got her tail all up in the air. And, and I think that one I of those parts she is saying. I want to remark on that real quick because yeah, and I one know probably people was probably thinking the same thing that I was thinking about. Why she got on that little tiny dress? Why she got on that little tiny dress? It was going. Well, it it came wasn't up. a little tiny. It actually it wasn't look a little like tiny she had dress. on a thong or something. Yeah, I mean, I ain't talking about her underwear. It's clear that she has on a thong, <laughs> but I'm talking about um, the dress oh, itself. Because right here, I mean, uh, if you can see right here, um, it's a mess. It's gone, but um, I don't it, like right that there when she was on the ground on top of the girl, it looked like she may have had on like a cheerleader skirt 
but it actually right. wasn't. It was actually a knee-high pencil skirt that rode up as she was in oh, the engaged in the fight. Oh, you seen all Yeah, that. in the beginning of the video, you can see it. Um, like the length of her skirt. Well, it rolls up. And I wish you yeah, see, her standing behind the desk, it's right there at her knee. The dress is right there at her knee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of them. And when she got into the fight, that's one of them, like, Merlin's body See how it's riding up? It wasn't Ooh, she a little took dress. It's just that she had to position herself to try to restrain yeah. her, and the dress rose up. Yeah. Cause that's what it looked like, actually. That she actually just trying yeah, to. Like, why she, she got on that control. little tiny dress to random kids? Why she got on that tiny dress? It wasn't that it wasn't that the dress was tiny. It was just that she was trying to, she had to get in fight mode. Cause a lot of people have been saying that. I, that's what I, I mean, understand a lot what you people, mean by you wish. You hope that a lot of people were talking about the lady, the lady Rump. I was like, oh my goodness, that is so embarrassing. And I'm just so embarrassed for her, though. I'm so embarrassed for Miss Steele. I guess she had to do what she had to do, but it's just so embarrassing. And not embarrassing just from the moment that the way it came out. We was talking about that too on social media. The, the fact that it went viral, we, we always say that. I bet you she probably won't do a substitute teaching job again. She probably, now you done lost another oh. teacher. And now she only been working for a year. According to what's being recorded, Miss Steele is a substitute teacher. She has been right, working you know for the Nash County. She probably became a substitute teacher because of the teacher shortage. So she found a job that was you know, suitable for her. And now she's like, oh, I'm not doing this now. Because she probably thought, I can handle this. I can be a, substitute, a good substitute. And now she's like, I ain't doing this. Uh-uh. Mm -mm, nope. I, I'm and never and I, I think even if not being charged, this charge was still, even if it was dismissed, this charge would still be on her bracket, right? She still would have had to get it expunged or it probably would not be. Not necessarily. I'm not thinking, if they drop it. Okay. Not if they drop because it. Because I'm if thinking that probably would still stop her too. And I'm sure. Well, she can go somewhere else. Hopefully she got, I, well, what I'm saying is that I hope it's not the end of her career. Because now how I was thinking about it and putting my shoes in, I hope it's not the Fair end enough. of her. Was it her career? career. Or was it just that she was a just like how would that just like how the police be, they beat somebody up. Oh no, she ain't beat the little girl up. Let me say <laughs> <laughs> Or they do stop, they go somewhere else with this one today. It's like thinking it do look like she was just trying to restrain it. It do look like she just was trying to restrain it, hold her down. Also at a point in that film, you can hear her saying um, I don't give a, I don't give a f, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. We've been blunt about it, and I thought she was saying from that, but Moni was saying that he could hear in the background. Someone was actually letting him still know that her dress was up, and she was saying, "I don't give a fuck. Go get a fucking teacher." So I, teacher, right. I was like, "That was inappropriate too," but this lady was already there. Yes, Miss Still yeah, was late. I mean, she is, she's she angry at this point. Yeah, she's angry. She's there. She's and there. And I guess, like, and angry. I guess what, and I guess too, what was hitting me first, Moni, because we <laughs> about it. What was hitting me first is that socially correct shit. That mm. what has to be right and somewhere. I was just thinking, like you know, as an adult, and then this happening. That oh my goodness, I really wasn't putting myself in these like, shoes or thinking about that and the whole dynamic of it. Like I really feel for her. I really, it really brought me to a place for real to really be thinking about. You know how judgmental we are sometimes, and how sometimes we see stuff, and how crazy it is that we can see the same thing and have so many different opinions about it. 
you know, like right off the rip or, you know, or, or just draw our own conclusions so fast and think that we are the people that, you know, kind of try to put ourselves in other people's shoes mm-hmm. and think outside of the box. But then when things happen, you kind of had the same thought about it or the same response about it. Like all of the things I've been talking about tonight, how I always talk about the senseless murders, um, the different stuff that's happening in the justice system, us pointing the fangs with each other and everything else like that. Like different things is just always the, uh, you know, it seems to be the appropriate response to things. But now when I look mm-hmm. at it, I know that lady was outraged, anger, and what else? And her saying fuck, like, when I'm upset about things in my house, that's like one of my, <laughs> that's like my favorite word. I'm trying to get it out of my right. vocabulary, y'all. I'm telling y'all, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I'm trying to be better. Like, you know, get it out of my vocabulary. But I'm quick to say fuck. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Like, when I go off or whatever. So I can mm-hmm. only imagine in the midst of this. Like, yes, I'm angry. First of all, not even angry that it got to this point. I had to, but that's no, that's what it is. That I'm the substitute teacher and I had to get to this point and I'm down on this ground with this and young you know girl that, that, and that my dress is up. It got to this point. First of all, before it even you know got to this point. My dress is up. First of all, my, I'm, I'm angry because I'm in this situation, period. I'm angry right. because you swung at me. I'm angry because right. this is a situation that I should not be in in the first place. I'm angry because right. your parents should have known better than to let right. you just operate on a cell phone the way you That's what I was saying. I said, I, I think the, the anger started from the beginning. And then, of course, things that we couldn't see. Like how we're saying, of course, the parts that happened. When the phone was first taken, all of that stuff. We only seeing mm-hmm. when when it was already there, when it already was escalated, it was already we don't, yeah, escalated. We don't know what started the, the issue. We don't know right. what started all the of issue. That. What she was doing. What was she doing with that cell phone? That all of that because it, in the first place. at that point in the video, when we see the teacher, Miss Still, she is like already at the building because that's what I was saying too. Like she just already was. I felt like at first <laughs> she wasn't giving like any efforts to trying to de-escalate the situation or whatever. I was like that, but I can only imagine that, just that's her being I know, the I know she already had the phone. I'm, the I'm right here. I took this phone regardless of what the rule was. The young lady, if she didn't see, agree, she could have waited. Right there is where you understand in the video when you noticed that she was already on the phone getting ready to call someone for her, that yeah, there she was no escalation available. She was. She was calling somebody to come get her. She was. <laughs> she was. And the little girl was walking around and stuff like that. And like, you know, it was and all she, this pushing and, and shopping. But it's like I said, a lot happened before then. And I'm speculating, but I'm going to go ahead and speculate and say that, that a lot happened before then, because I, I guess my thoughts now is I would think as an adult, I would want to think that as an adult, I'm going to give this lady the benefit of the doubt and that she did do. So that's where I'm at now, that she did do all that she could do to de-escalate the situation. Even though now that I'm able to see right. the video on as how it is. So I want to think that's that's what I want to think now that this lady did do, and that's why it brings me to my feelings of how I feel about it now. Like, what the fuck she was supposed to do? Like, and they end up now to get a fucking teacher. She was the authority figure. This young lady came into our space, and then we don't know what happened before all of that. Reaching on the ground, a couple of pushes. Um, yeah, 
at first I was saying it like that stuff like she went into full fate fledged fighting the young girl. I was like, that hit wasn't that hard. But it looks to me like she actually was trying to restrain her or stop her mm. from swinging on her. It got down to this ground and she was holding her. That was looking bad, holding the damn was the little girl. Help you know, me out. I'm kind of looking at this a different way to now that I'm seeing the restraint, the restraint method on the girl. I, I'm kind of seeing it differently too because that she that has a thing. There's a, a little bit of training in there. I'm saying. But that restraint, yeah. For the restraint mm. purposes. And it might just be, and it might just be, Moni, because I also seen some information that actually in North Carolina right now, the lawmakers are actually working on the bill to bring stricter penalties on people who assault school workers. Either that is a professional wrestler any type of employees or whatever else like that. So like how we know too, it's kind of been the norm. This is not nothing new. We even heard about incidents before. It's not new. Teachers and teachers fighting is not new. <laughs> with teachers and students. So yeah, teachers and students fighting is not new. It's not. It's not. It's, it's going on just like the students and students. And, um, the violence in the school. Now. It's the just violence. It's a different day. The violence in the schools. The dot. The mm -hmm. violence on the street. Boom, bang. It's, it's a different day. It's a different day. And we always go back to us saying, I think that's that word you was looking for. We always go back to us saying, you know, because back when I was in school or back when I was a teenager or whatever, I'll say that. But right now, school, it's not back then. I saw plenty of teachers and students fighting back in my day. It's Right. And back then it's not for that. But it wasn't video. It wasn't Look, it wasn't televised. Or should I say it wasn't? It wasn't that's socialized. We just talked about it if you was there. And then you had the other yes. people talking about it like it was there because they heard it so much. <laughs> right, but it didn't spread throughout the city. It didn't spread throughout no. other states. The city, other states this is a million views. This is spread through other cities now. That's how social media works. It's right. spread everywhere. And there was a conversation at other people's city council meetings. Yeah, it's a, it's a conversation, conversation everywhere now. That was not something that would happen back in the day. You wouldn't have this be the issue. The issue was between the teacher and that student and the principal and whatever administration it was that's going to expel yeah. that student for hitting a teacher. Yeah. That's what you would have saw. That's what you would have heard. You would have right. heard them walk out the door for the final time and you would have never saw that student again. Right. But you would have never seen yeah. it on the news. You Everything is made into a big thing. Exactly. Everything is like made into a big thing, right? Everything is well. I everything's happening. And you, of course, you know they all big. Those things are happening at moments or whatever. I say that, but everything I guess that definitely has an impact on it. Being able to see it like that, always knowing mm -hmm. things. I always feel like that about things that's being reported on social media anyway. Like that we go on and stuff like that, deaths and everything. Like everything is just right there in your face. Like everything is happening. Like it's always there the way that it's being reported. You know, all the different crimes and stuff like that. The news. How many times you've heard somebody because I'm I'm guilty of it, not wanting to watch the news, don't want to watch TV or whatever, don't want to hear that. I remember it was a point I didn't even want to watch the news in the in the in the in the morning. Because it was constantly the same stuff. It's always the same stuff and everything. And on the other hand, some people talk about it too. It's like selective outrage, right? Because we be so out there or 
you know, boycotting and doing everything we do or pointing the fingers or whatever, you know, when it's certain things mm-hmm. towards certain people. I was thinking about my mind got the wandering because the other day here in some Baltimore history was the anniversary of the death of Freddie Gray, who was killed by the police, even though he wasn't charged or whatever, so they were allegedly killed by the police, but the whole thing had came out, y'all know, when they pulled the bit on the van. I always said it was my opinion, my opinion only, that he definitely was injured before getting on there. Um, but it was the anniversary of that. And it's the thing, how the fuck we go off? We went off when he was killed. We're talking about things being televised and how everything was a big thing. We went the hell off. It was a whole riot. It was a whole uprising here. Respectfully so, as we should. I guess the kids made a stand or, or how, how how have you? You know what I mean? For rural, my rural thoughts on it. Made a stand on it. But when we got stuff like this, 12-year-olds and stuff like that, the dying from assault rifles and all that kind of on, just everybody will respond. It's just sad. It's just, just always there the same way. It's just sad. It's just saying it's crazy. Um, but getting back to this teacher, getting back to the teachability, that had been the talk of the talk. I definitely had to let y'all know what was up with that and get y'all my views on it. And as you see, my views is a little bit over the place. I just did not know how to feel. And it definitely got real when that teacher was down on that floor with her tail up in the air. That was another thing. Um, you know, people joke about everything too. Um, because it was given a lot of that. A lot of people were joking about the fact that her tail was out and it was hanging and everything else like that. That's why I say I feel embarrassed for her that it even had to get to this point. But at the end of the day, if we going to be blunt about it, I keep on saying it right for the 420 day. Yes, yes, you better live. You got to say, what could she have done? What she had done? And then we were saying it from the, 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 the young queens. Um, point of view. My phone is my life. We even without knowing the rules, you know, we know how it is with phones now. It's 2023. How people use a phone. I say, I pull away from my house. I can be going around the corner to the store. I leave my phone. I come right back for it. I never want to, you know, be in a situation where I needed it. The cost of help and the way things is and all the stuff that we were reporting and just like that, the way things is being in a position where something go up and I don't have my phone. And even if it wasn't something in regards to crime, I'm talking about like the other stuff, like having a fat tight car problem, stuff like that, all of that, because it has happened. So yeah, these phones are these kids' life and these phones is a lot of people's lives, not just to be on social media, even though it's a lot of interaction in that, of course. You know, that's our entertainment now. That is the new norm. A lot of people say that that is big, you know, the monitored and different stuff like that. There's so much stuff on social media, but everything that we are social media is what the fuck is going on. It's what is in life. It's what is going on. Just like I'll be thinking sometimes about movies and stuff like how it come back and things going on with that. I seen someone else um, speaking the other day about, you know, these filters and all of that, how people can change, you know, the whole faces, be somebody else and everything else like that. Say, they're going to start using that 
you know, implicating people in crimes, setting people up and everything else like that. I was like, yes, many already was doing it. How many movies we already seen already on it? Me and my homeboy Muff was talking about that back in 1980s, some Mission Impossibles and all that stuff when they was framing them and changing their faces and all this other type of stuff all the way back then. So times is changing. Times is changing and change is going to come. Like we always acknowledge. And the fact is that all change is not going to be good. Some of it is going to be bad, but we always hope and pray. Right? Keeping our faith that it's still, even when it is bad, it's happening felt good. But it's not going to all be good. And all the stuff we see, all the stuff that I constantly come on here and report about, <laughs> constantly keeps on happening these other times. And this is what is going on. This is what's going on. And at the end of the day, I feel women still, both of them have been charged. Monty believes that the teacher charges will be dropped. I don't know, because some people might still be thinking, oh, I'm thinking, I don't know. At the end of the day, you are innocent until you're proven guilty. What do you get from that video? Do you feel anyone is wrong? Do you feel that? How do you feel as a parent? I spoke as a parent how I was feeling the first time I said it. Like, oh, no, thinking from that perspective of someone just hitting my child. Like, oh, no, not mine. I'm going to get you. <laughs> But then I was thinking about it, like, I'm saying I'm a burst from it still. As a parent, I would have been so embarrassed. Even as a young lady or whatever else like that. Even the fact that everybody just still sit there and recorded it. I guess somebody got their teacher because the camera cut off. We don't see that either. We don't see the aftermath, I'm sure. That's just a little glimpse of the tape. That was the process. It was just a little glimpse. What we got was the escalation part. <laughs> That part, what we got was the escalation part. We ain't get the bottom of the, if anybody know anything about Trump or how that scale go and all that. What we got, we got the top. They was at the top. They was already at the bridge is what we got. So I'm embarrassed for the young ladies too. And I was thinking that Miss Still Andy right, the young lady, like, right, what made her think that it was okay to approach someone in authority regardless of what, because that's what I teach my child. I do. My child has had situations like this as well. But that's what I teach my child. I always teach myself that no matter what, because I understand too, because I'm thinking about that and thinking real that all these teachers don't be right. They be having attitudes too. They they human. Or And I can't even say not to be right, but what I'm just going to say is that they human. They just like you and me. They teachers. That's their job. That's their profession. They're human. And they're going to have They are. But a lot of times, yeah, they be having attitudes, they be getting swamped with these kids. All of them don't be right. All of them don't be appropriate. But I always make the point to my child that even when an adult is not being appropriate, the minute you get inappropriate, means you have a problem. Because how you're supposed to handle that situation is to know that I'm going to handle it. And that's how you should be handling it. You should be saying, so, okay. Right, because where did, the point, where did the point come from where it was okay for you to then raise your hand to right. that picture? That's what I'm saying. Where did like, that I, come I, into I'm play? trying to tell my child to avoid that. To avoid that. Like what I would have wanted to see. Right. That child no, wait, where did that child learn that? That it was okay to then raise your hands to the teacher? Hmm. Or even snatch anything right. out of the teacher's hands. But it's not necessarily that she learned it from the home. I don't know. I don't think, what I'm I'm saying she thought it was okay. Blame Maybe social media. Child. I can't blame that child parent for that. 
what I do, no. but, but where? And now that's that right. parent's responsibility to get that under control. I mean, to find I mean, out where that's of course it is. To mm-hmm. have your kids. Just like I talked about earlier about, you know, Jalen Riches, the young man that's 12 years old, you know, that got shot out with this assault rifle and the grandparents and the mothers and all that stuff like that. We talked about that too, how things be happening. And then, you know, that's why I was saying that because the first door people would be like, get your kids. But then some people don't, um, you know, go for that. That's why I was saying my point would be in how I tell my kids. But we also got to realize that everybody ain't telling their kids like that. So sometimes it is shit that's going on. Like, and sometimes when it be, you know, not only the parents and like those parents, they blaming the streets. But then, too, you got to take your responsibility, too on some stuff and everything else like that when you're aware, even if you're not influencing it. You get what I'm saying? And that's a lot of this bull crap too that we be looking past. I'm telling you, when it's yours, that's, that be the bull crap that you look past for real, exactly what it is when it's your child. Can't nobody say nothing to nobody's child now, these days? People will look past that. So I guess that's why that was my first thought because I just was thinking about somebody hitting my child, not even the actions of the child. For real. I just was thinking, oh, somebody hit my child. Oh, no, ma'am, not knowing the minds. That's how I would have been thinking, right? But yeah. That's what, that's what that was, y'all. I know we spent a lot of time on that because baby, I'm all over the place with my thought on that. I wish y'all let me know what y'all is thinking. Yeah, yes, let me know what y'all is thinking on that topic that happened right there in North Carolina, Bucking. What's down there? Them horses, them horses. Uh, and that makes me want to mention them horses. Yes, tour season is in the house. You hear me keep on mentioning that today is 420. You know, if you don't know, it is recognized as National Weed Days. I don't think it's National Weed Smokers Day. Look, I ain't acting like I don't know because I know all about it. Is definitely 420 up in the building um, today um, for National Smokers. Uh, it's a lot, a lot, a lot was going on today. Not a lot going on, but I got the festivities. I seen some lines that looked at outrageous by the dispensaries, but I'm sure they had some deals and all that's going on right here in the state of Maryland. Y'all know we just voted on our ballots last year for the legalization of marijuana. I was looking at some updates on that because I was looking to see if these dispensaries here will be accepting this ID from people who are 21 or older um, as the laws to be legally to smoke to actually purchase from the dispensaries. But it's still, of course, a lot of law behind it. People thinking because marijuana is being legalized, it's just going to be legalized and that is going to be it. It's still a lot of law. I learned that the um, dispensaries are also going to have to like upgrade their uh, license to be able to um, sell cannabis, cannabis, because that's the appropriate word. The appropriate word, appropriate, socially correct word uh, to sell cannabis to others without that MIC certification card, without that medical marijuana identification. Um, call it to get it from the dispensary, so it's not going to start off being accessible for everybody into the dispensaries upgrade that thing. And then there was some other things too on the um the the amount that she's going to be able to purchase. What they're considering is the amount per use of person. I think it was like one point five. How much you can carry on you? 
Of course, there were restrictions on driving while um, and not any DUIs, not driving under the influence of it. Um, I've seen something of some updates going to come along about the testing in regards to that. I'm not sure what they're going to do. I guess what, take your blood on the scene, but they can't do that because marijuana's lead is not like you can't smoke. But I guess it's going to be those same signs of looking like if you're under that influence. I don't know, but I did see that. Um, just so it's a whole bunch of laws behind it. I think people, you're going to officially have to be 21 and older when July the first come. Yes, baby, we voted up in here um, in the state of Maryland. But to still, if you are under 21, meaning 18 through 21, at least 18, you can still get uh, certified to get it through the Maryland, you know, identification that you know as a patient or whatever and then of course they want to make sure that a lot of people because you know sometimes people think about smoking they just think about smoking they're not thinking about the medical definitely useful i know everybody that i know even if not medically diagnosed with anything everybody that i know said that they do it for some type of medical or mental um reason and um they did that's that's what they say that's what they say but the day was for 20 baby we just talk about some things that were smoking. Some couple of things one that I want to get on put out here on the um on the show while I'm on here because time has been smoking. I had definitely started a little bit behind, but it's smoking and it's moving along because it is approaching ten and it's going to be ten before we even know it. Another strategy is we talked about the shooting. We always talk about all the senseless acts of violence that happen here in the city, and that is just not it. Now, this right here, baby, had me so high, had me hurting, had me feeling some type of way. A young man, 28 years old, was pushed from the subway. Well, actually, from the platform. Yes, 28 years old. Let me get his name. Let me get his name. You know what I need to get in the gavel? Yes, Mr. Christopher Foster. I said, I need to get me some little cards that happen right here so I can just look down and expose my crown and give y'all the news. Um, But this brother right here was at the subway awaiting a train at the location of Shock Tower, which is just kind of like in the split of east and downtown of Baltimore, actually still east on Baltimore and then down in the downtown still area right off of President Street in Baltimore, right not too far from the Baltimore City Police Headquarters. Um, on Wednesday, this young man was awaiting a train and was pushed from the platform onto the tracks. Unfortunately, the young man died instantly being electrocuted. He was pronounced dead at the scene. So fucking tragic. I'm going to be blunt about it. I'm sorry. I told y'all that's one of my my favorite things when I'm feeling some type of way. So I cannot judge but still. But oh my goodness, Mr. Foster. I heard his mother speak out, of course, saying that she wanted any whoever was responsible for this to be brought into custody. Um, an update on it that they did just release a photo of uh suspect or someone who possibly would be responsible or someone that they are looking for for questioning could possibly be the man who pushed Mr. Foster from the platform. I didn't see anything or any type of information in regards to an incident that happened prior or what happened to uh, make the suspect 
this individual pushed Mr. Fox from this platform. I originally was thinking maybe we're all going something was going on. Uh, it was crazy, but no, none of that has been reported. It's being reported, which really makes it make no sense that he just walked up to him and pushed him off of this platform. So that really makes no sense. I am glad to see that they got the update. Of course, you're innocent until you're proven guilty, but the fact that it wasn't even no autism, no, no, I, I mean, in regards to them just coming out with the picture of this guy that they're looking for as a suspect, because again, I don't know if they are alleging that he was the actual one who pushed him or who's a witness well, but I think they are, right? If they put his picture on, that's kind of what they're saying. Uh, but Mr. Foster, I believe, was from out at um, the Glen Burnie um, area. Actually, Glen Burnie owns mills. I know one of the other parts of Maryland, down, uh, downtown of the Shot Tower, catching a train. He leaves behind a four-year-old son. Uh, I heard his mother who I believe uh, from what was reported resides in Pennsylvania reporting one of whoever was brought to justice. And it's just, it's just messed up. It's just fucked up. Like that's vicious. That's vicious. And then everybody that they was going to, like kind of talking about her, was saying that, like you just never know. Some people, we just like, we just so desensitized the stuff that we be going on. That is terrible. And then when stuff like that go on and how people talking about the norm and how things is or whatever, what's not actually happening over here, but then when you think outside and things that's happening in other countries and stuff like this, like, yeah. Like, even this. Look, when I when I was looking this up, because that would be draining, too. To be just like a, a person that just obtains all this information and be looking at stuff and stuff to... Not just the reporter, I'm human. So I'm saying everything to you I'm on social media. I'm, I'm, I'm human. I'm in this world. And then especially things that I want to talk about, get my opinion on everything. I say, like, it be really draining. It really do. It make you feel some type of way. Because golly, it's like you be going through it. Then you be like, all the stuff and stuff keep on happening. But my point is, when I even was looking this up to talk about this, just some other ones came on where this had happened before. Someone else, someone got pushed in the, uh, in, in New York, I seen, um, off the subway train or whatever else like that. So then when we hear things like this and we hear things that constantly, you know, continue to happen, it just like really be like, be, be on that face like it's a shocker. Like it's a shocker. And it didn't happen before. That's be the scary part. That'd be the scary part to me about life and it just keep on happening and it just keep on ah, oh, life relaxing. That's the scariest part to me. But rest in peace to Mr. Christopher Foster. That is so unfortunate. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I seen someone say that, that that's right there, y'all. That's the That's the guy that they are looking for. Even him, I told you, crazy don't got no uh, look on it. And that's allegedly, in a, in a case, I'm going off of what the information is that we have now, that this is the picture of the suspect that they're putting out, thinking, I guess, this is the man who pushed him. So just like, look, look, saying this can be, like, why? Why you went to that little boy? Why? Not little boy. He was 20 years old, but why? Why you went to that man and pushed that man off that platform? For what? People is crazy. 
it had me like, what in the what? And that is my point. And why every week I come on in, y'all, to tell y'all, y'all just don't know what in the what or what in the world is going to happen. That's why every moment you can, I hope that you can be smiling and laughing. Y'all know the motto and how it go. You better live because, baby, this stuff just keep on happening constantly and something has got to give. So this man right here that y'all see on Wednesday allegedly pushed 28-year-old Christopher Foster from the platform in Shot Tower right off President in Baltimore Street, right by the police department. We don't know what was going on with him. We don't have no footage of it. I'm surprised because I, I know that they're all cameras while we're talking about cameras because basically everything that I was talking about, well, not everything, but the main thing I was talking about tonight on the video is everything is caught on camera. That was another point, too, that I had touched on that I really was feeling for the lady and the birds about how it came out and how it is the day. Like, everything is social media. Everything go viral. Um, and it's one thing when you want something to be exposed and you're doing something so you can get recognition and you want it to go viral. And there's another thing, let's be clear, when you don't know that you're being recorded and you don't know, you know what I mean, that the world is going to see it and it's going to get viral. That's a whole nother thing. I'm sure I will feel some type of way. Um, and, and doing this, I would want my stuff to go viral, but knowing that someone was recording me or doing something, and we do it a lot. How many times you see pictures um, of people or it's different videos I share or people doing stuff, and people record them just merely to poke fun or merely, right, to put it out there, right? Merely to put it out there, merely to make it go viral. You know, all the way back when, when stuff was first coming out, what they used to say, world well, uh, you know how they used to say all of that when they used to put it on there. That was the means that they wanted to catch it and wanted it to go viral. Uh, so hopefully, I'm sure with some cameras down in the subway station, and of course it was, that's how they got this picture. Um, but I'm yeah, guessing right from the cameras, they probably seen the whole incident. I think that was probably from the, the, the upper platforms. I don't think they're right, right. But I think platforms. they do. I'm, they do have the camera down there and stuff like that because I know when the trains be coming, well, I would think they do, whatever. Um, but some people was making a point too that you know don't play down there them tracks. Don't play down there or just just was saying because he was saying you know how a lot of people be playing down the subway around here and bumping people and being all close. I always felt some way about standing real, real close to the, uh, the tracks, too. But I'm also good because I just stand close to them to catch them air and all of that. But now is the new day. Now is the day in time, baby, where you got to be conscious and look around you. Not that you're looking in fear, but now time and what's going on and the things that just happened and just out the blue that have you like what in the what and what the world and what the fuck really got to have you be like, oh, no, I can't stand up there. And that's the truth now in the day. And that's not saying that it was supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure who would think that anything that happens to anybody on the streets is never the victim fault. Who would think that that would happen or that would be your last moment or something, you know, that vicious will happen to you. So not at all, you, you know, saying that the victim was wrong or whatever on how they moving or anything else like that. But seriously, that's how you have to think. And that's how I do be thinking about things and how I do be moving or whatever else like that. But I remember back in the day, 
<laughs> back in the day, like with a whole bunch of stuff back in the day when I would stand on the platform myself and listen for the train and look up the, the tunnel and want to stand a little close for the air to hit and want to stand just on the edge and being funny to see how close and everything I can get to the train and look. But that was a new day. I wasn't there. Because there's people like this, sick people, that'll come past and push you. And you'll get electrocuted. And die instantly. On the day. Like, wow. People be wicked. But that why, that why is something I was saying to y'all. Because that why is that question that we is always asking ourselves when all this stuff people hold on to keep on happening. It's always given wow, that's a mess. Everything is just always so sad and a tragedy. It is. And that's what I was going through last week. Because I'm just so tired of the sadness. Like I do. I have so much joy in my heart. I always tell you I try to make it a point to stay positive and do and things like that. But guess what? I'm human. I'm human. And you are too. And that's why I say when we're thinking about putting ourselves in people's shoes and everything else like that, we really had to think about it. We really had to think about not only putting ourselves in people's shoes, pause the feelings and everything else like that. We really had to not only consider the feelings, considering putting ourselves in their shoes, but just considering the times. Times have changed. And all the change has not been good. But hopefully we pray that it is all good. Like I was saying. I'm always giving that like I was saying, right? <laughs> I've always given like that I was saying because I was saying it. And sometimes that's how I am too. You got to keep on telling things to yourself on that positive aspect. Keep on repeating the same things to yourself. And all last week, that's what I was going through. Um, Y'all know the time before that I was sick, but that's what I was just telling you. It's going to be okay. I am going to be okay. You know, y'all still going, so I do too. I got to keep on going too. I was listening to my song. I need you to survive. <laughs> I need you to survive. Hadn't to recognize. I was telling y'all before too about different people to reach out to. Um, If you got that, that is awesome. That We don't have enough of that as it is. People loving, praying, and supporting one another. I always say it's a blessing to be a blessing to someone. Don't let nobody use you now. Don't let nobody use you. You can use me, but don't use me. Okay? You can use me, but don't use me. But for real, seriously, we ain't got enough of that. You know, keeping it real, keeping it blunt. That's what's up. Like, we is so fucking petty. We is so judgmental. That's why everything is all sissy turvy. I guess that's why people smoke weed. And shit like this. That's why we got holidays like this. The 420 and holidays and all that to help some people to stay sane. And no, I'm not promoting <laughs> for you to get hot smoke, girl, <laughs> or anything else like that. But guess what? I ain't never known for nobody to uh, hurt nobody. Alcohol, marijuana, one and the same. But then even now, how things is, you got to be careful about that, baby. You got to be careful about that. All the stuff going on, time to change has came. It is still continuing to come. I see that too. People say, when we look at these, overdoses and stuff. I talked about that before now and then all these people down with fentanyl. Like back in the day, yeah, when we was kids, we can experiment with things. I always say that now, like, oh, back in the day, I remember drinking alcohol and stuff like that as a kid when I wasn't supposed to be drinking alcohol. 
But we did certain things that were fun things, things that we knew that we wanted to have been doing, but we ain't doing the shit that these kids is doing. Not all of this. Like some kids was, you know, caught it's a different day, child. It's a different day. And every day it is something different. And what's a shame is that every day sometimes it's the same. That's my whole point with all of that. I'm a rap it on that. That was with my what in the what's and my what in the world's. Not wrapping it up in the show. We still got some minutes to go, more than a few. Uh, but we almost there, y'all. Thank y'all for joining me. If you joining me, I came through here late, but I'm on here every Thursday, 7 to 9, just speaking my mind. And sometimes I have some guests. Yeah, but I just let you guess when we come through. But it ain't no mess on here. It's all love, yes, where we communicate and relate and all of that, meditate, meditate, regulate, all of that. Tell our opinions, give it to you, your news, and our views. Just be saying what's going on. It, it be so much that be going on. Um, but also, with some good news, I got a little bit, and I was telling y'all I was going through something that always helps me. Talked about that before on the show is laughter. I did get a chance to get out and go to a comedy show. Um, had a blast. Yes, I did. Left my head off. Everything was funny. I think that I just wanted to laugh. So everything was just funny to me. Um, out at the Baltimore Comedy Factory. Definitely had a good time. And I enjoyed myself. Everybody posted the one when we ain't even go. I had got the tickets on the low to a little sale or whatever I said that, but I still made it happen. Um, good, 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 good girlfriend, family for real. Brenda was the only one who came through and went through with me. Uh, but it was all good. I had fun and I laughed my head off, like I said. But that's really all that I did while the kids was on the spring break and everything else like that. Went out to eat a couple of times. Don't remember. It's totally doing the same thing, y'all. It's just always giving the David Buster what else that I need to travel. I need to get my funds up so I can run up, up out of here, okay? Or me and my kids. But it was still um, all fun and by myself and by myself because I need more of that too. That was my point. I need more of that. Do what you need to do to, what's that called? That's all that self care. That's called, that's okay. Yeah, do what you need to do. Then be a better you. And then have better things, a better tomorrow and all that for you. Don't worry about what nobody say. Don't worry about what nobody say. And I'm hoping if someone get in your face, you don't smack them like that teacher did. That <laughs> I'm always joking, but that joke felt a little flat. <laughs> No, that lady was trying to restrain that young lady um, and everything else. Um, but yeah, make sure you get your self-care. It is very important. It is very important. I'm still trying to get it all the time. Always learning to love myself more to try to be a better person. But I'm also starting to get to that point. Because it is that point of me. I've been joking through all through the show how that 40 conservative side come out. That is so true. And right now, I'm kicking my ass in the ass, right? Just in my heart, like, eh, what's smoking? Let's be blunt about it in life. 
And some people might think that with age and people get older, what they say, when older people get older, they get a little disgruntled and everything. But no, it ain't that. They have just been through so much and they know what's going on. And the person ain't going to tell me. And they had that mind open. I'm like, no, I know what's going on. So I'm letting my conservative side talk a lot. I do. And sometimes you be stuck in those ways because, like I said, you be thinking about your growth and me growing as a professional and who I am and how I respond to stuff and everything else like that. But always recognize, y'all, that we are all human. And stop judging people and how they react to stuff and how every time somebody reacts to something, it ain't always wrong. It ain't always the wrong way. You got to put yourself, if you're really looking at it for what it is. It ain't always just always wrong off the break. It's not. It's not. If you responded in a way, like I said, I, I'm at that point right now where I got to give myself the benefit of the doubt because I'm still learning. That's not to say that I can't be wrong, but I'm right now where I'm confident in myself and who I am, where I can give myself the benefit of the doubt. The same way I said I was going to do that t-shirt, that I'm going to do whatever I can do to carry it in any interaction respectfully or anything with anybody. When it comes to our bond, our interactions, or anything. So if it ever got to go there or whatever else like that, that's what I'm learning too. That when it go there or it's a cutoff or something like that, not the second guess myself. Uh-uh. Because it was what it was. And sometimes, like I said, it's always in conflict. That's life. It's always in conflict, going back and forth. Some people will say is that as as confidence and knowing who you is. And then some people will say when you respond to things like that, it's stubbornness. Or they judge on how things can be or how relationships should be. Yes, we do it all the time. Oh, that's your mother. Y'all relationship shouldn't be like that. Oh, that's your father relationship being like that. Oh, you the child. You shouldn't deal with this person like that, whatever. All that stuff. That's another point. That's another point of all of that. Y'all know I be everything. I'll let y'all know how I be living and what be up in my head and be up in my heart all the time. I'm going to be right back here next Thursday. Talking my mind. You already know. If you want to know, you got to watch the show. Watch the show. And I'm going to be saying some things, making sure I can get around. I never can get everything out. And tonight, if you was watching, you can see that I was really struggling to get a lot of things out. Because it's 420. And we, oh yeah, the, the cannabis smoke was politically correct. It's definitely in the air, honey. Because I felt like I've been walking around with a contact all day. <laughs> all day. I said that this is like, all contact. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely in the air. Huh? On contact. On contact, girl, please. On contact. <laughs> Let's be blunt about it. <laughs> It's 420, yeah, y'all. I have been celebrating. So I definitely was on the leg, easing my mind again, because all of this stuff is going on and it's going on around me, not only in my life and in your life and in everybody's life, and it's just everywhere the social media and it's just going viral and it's doing all of that and doing what it do. I hope that y'all enjoyed tonight's shows. I know I, tonight's show, oh, with some shows on here, wasn't it? Because it was some shows. <laughs> I was doing, I'm going to look back at it like, oh my goodness. Um, but enjoy tonight's show. Of course, I know that you don't enjoy 
here in the tragedies, but it is what it is. And that's what we was doing on 420. We was being blunt about it, talking about the things that constantly continue to happen, the senseless murders time and time again. And all we can deal with it is to be in our sadness, to be in our outrage. And unfortunately, a lot of times selective at that. Talking about just everything that's to talk about, everything that keep coming on about the same old things. When is that going to change? I don't know. It is changing, um, but we can't point these fingers. We can't keep on putting it on everybody else. If you can do something, do something. Be the person that does something. Where you at with what you got is a blessing to be a blessing. But at the same time, this is life and these is the times. It's 2023 and we are not back in the day to be blunt about it. Now that is the blunt chase rule. Empress Lady Kick Mix, okay? That's that blunt side that's saying that is definitely what it is. And that's exactly how I've been keeping on pushing. Like, this is life and this shit happens. And you ain't got time to be sitting around pouting about shit. Shit is happening to everybody. Different things go on. When people's in these situations and you seeing stuff happen, you got to understand that I'm sure that person did what they possibly could have did. Even though we know people are to the point where they're crazy and they snapped or whatever else like that. Even when they got to that point, I'm sure that they was doing whatever they could do not to get to that point. I'm going to give them a benefit of the doubt. Not to be crazy and zap out on their mind. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. And give me the benefit of the doubt that I'm going to end it on time now a little bit over, over, over. But it's all good. You had joined me, my Bad, my friends, right here, 8 to 10 on Be Exposed Radio. But I'll be back Thursday, my same time. Yes, looking fly. You know I ain't lying. Shout out to the Mods Tauruses because it's Taurus season. I started on four season. I mean, on 420. I'll be back next week. The girl, the goddess, Chess, Chess, Rural Empress, Lady Kate Mix, right here do Be Exposed Radio on the Youth of the Live show. Come on now. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Don't waste your life. You better live. You better live. It's not easy. Keep going hard. I'm out of here, y'all. Enjoy your 420. Salute to the buds that always share a bud with their buddies. That's what I mean. Salute if you always share the bud, buddies.